Welcome to the Story of You podcast, where we build your personal brand by sharing your stories with the people who matter. I'm Holly Antle, and I'll be your host today. Let's get started. This is the first episode of the Story of You podcast. So today, we'll be getting to know one another. Today's episode will be short and sweet, but I look forward to talking to you more very soon. For every episode of the Story of You podcast, we'll get started by profiling one person who has a strong personal brand. We'll learn how celebrities like Kim Kardashian, Richard Branson, Beyonce, and Justin Timberlake have built their own personal brands. We'll learn what they've done right and wrong and figure out how we can use best practices from them to build our own brand. After our celebrity profile, we'll get a brief word from our sponsor and then we'll get down to business with actionable tips and techniques you can start using today to build and strengthen your own personal brand. Since it's our first episode, I'd like to start by telling you a bit about me. While I'm not a celebrity, we'll be spending a lot of time together, so we may as well get acquainted. I have spent the past decade or so in sales and marketing. In that time, I've worked a lot with marketing strategy and personal branding, and over the years, I honed my own brand and personality to focus on the types of projects I'm most interested in. I've coached, mentored, and taught others to create a cult of personality, and I've applied a lot of trial and even more error to figure out what works and what doesn't. In my personal life, I'm a mother of five kids, I'm an Air Force veteran, and I'm happily married to an Army veteran, and we live in Texas. Now, I'll try to speak clearly, y'all, but I can't promise anything. Now that you know who I am, I'd normally switch gears and talk about a sponsor here, but for our first episode, we don't have a sponsor. You know that the next time, our sponsor message will go right here. Now, after the sponsor message, we're going to jump right into today's topic, and even though it's only our first episode, I've got a great topic for you today. Why should you have a personal brand? Before we get too deep into that, let's talk about what we mean by a personal brand. Your personal brand is basically what you're known for. How do people describe you? You might have heard about a 30-second intro before or an elevator speech. The idea that you need to know how to introduce yourself in only 30 seconds. In reality, you seldom have that long. And most of the time, somebody else will be introducing you. So how do other people introduce you? That's your personal brand. So if your client introduces you to their friend as my lawyer then your personal brand is pretty basic. Your personal brand is that you are just another lawyer. The goal is to make sure that your client thinks of you as the expert on corporate litigation. You see, personal branding is important for everyone, and we normally think of celebrities or public figures as having a personal brand, but even lawyers and accountants and secretaries have a personal brand. They just don't always think about it and cultivate it like celebrities do. So let's talk first about how a personal brand can help you sell. And before I get into this point, we need to come to an agreement on one thing. Salespeople sell, of course, but every business owner sells their products or services. 
Every professional sells their skill. Every employee sells their labor. We all have something to sell, and personal branding is a way to make sure you get a fair price. A 2013 study by Dimensional Research reveals that an overwhelming 90% of customers use online reviews to influence their buying decisions. You see, it's not what you say that sells you. It's what people say about you. And this trend is only going to increase over time. Consumers are reading more reviews more regularly from more sources than ever before. A few numbers for you. Salespeople who use social media to build their personal brand outsell 78% of those who only use social media for personal things. 53% of decision makers have eliminated a vendor or salesperson from consideration based on information they found about the vendor online. But let's get out of the math and into the real world for a minute here. We know that branding influences our buying decisions. Think of the last time you went into a brick and mortar store for something. Maybe you went to Walmart for groceries and batteries for your remote. But why? Because you know that Walmart has both groceries and other stuff. So you knew they'd have the batteries that you need. Walmart's brand is that they're a one-stop shop. Now maybe you didn't go to Walmart. Maybe you went to your local supermarket chain instead because maybe you don't approve of Walmart's employment practices or maybe your local supermarket is branded as the place to buy local produce or very high quality meat or your local supermarket is the place to get interesting or unusual things like that green tea ice cream that tastes way better than it sounds. But whatever you chose, the point is the same. When you make a purchase, where you choose to shop is usually a place that's familiar to you and a place where the store's brand fits with what you're looking for. If I want a pair of Christian Louboutin shoes, I'm going to Saks Fifth Avenue. If I want a pair of tennis shoes that I won't spend more than 20 bucks for, I'm going to Walmart. The point of branding is to influence how others think about you. If you're a plumber and their neighbor has a backed up sewer line, you want them to immediately think of you. It's the art of creating a mental association between you and the problems you solve. And that's just as true with personal branding as it is with store or product branding. You see, the average person isn't nearly as rational as they think they are. We all employ heuristics to make decisions. Heuristics are kind of like labor-saving hacks for your brain, and sometimes they're great, but sometimes they're wrong. One common heuristic is the familiarity heuristic, which states that people have a bias toward things they're familiar with. Now, we use heuristics more often when we're stressed, tired, sick, distracted, or rushed. So when you're in the supermarket looking for ketchup with a fussy toddler in the cart and it's the end of a long work day and you're just trying to get your shopping done so you can get home to dinner, you're going to grab the same brand of ketchup that you always get. Your brain isn't going to remember that you're trying to cut your family's sugar intake and you wanted to look for a low sugar ketchup this time. Familiarity heuristic 
means that when you're stressed or tired or maybe just not in the mood to do a lot of decision making, you're going to go with what's familiar. The good news is that if you're familiar with how the brain makes these decisions, you can use this knowledge to hack the behavior of people that you're trying to influence. We know that the more familiar you are, the more people will like and trust you. And personal branding is what makes you the familiar choice. Now, what if you're not a salesperson, but an employee? Well, personal branding is important for you too. Because people like things and people that are familiar, your personal brand makes you more likable to your coworkers, your supervisors, and your future employers. It makes you more desirable. And that increase in desirability raises your price. At my local Walmart, a pack of a 12 pack of Pepsi or Coke is $4.68. A 12 pack of Sam's Choice, the store brand, cola is $2.68. A set of four Pioneer Woman placemats is $23. An almost identical design in an unknown brand is about 12 bucks. A Sunbeam microwave is priced at $43, while a virtually identical Sharp microwave is priced at 105. So what's the value of a brand? According to my very unscientific sample, at Walmart, a brand is worth about 100%. What I mean by that is that if the brand is strong enough, it can basically double the price of whatever it's put on. So what can that do for your career? What can that do for your salary negotiations? Now, maybe you can't go from 60K to 120K overnight, but remember that familiarity heuristic we mentioned earlier? Well, that applies in job hunting too. See, recruiters are tired, stressed, overworked, under pressure, rushed, and distracted. They're going to choose the candidate that feels familiar to them, and that candidate will have a stronger negotiating position than a candidate who's unknown. So why do you need a personal brand? The simple answer is that having a personal brand gives you more power. It allows you to price yourself higher and enjoy greater demand for your products, services, labor, or business. You'll get more referrals and better qualified leads, and personal branding will improve the marketing reach of your business, too. Now, for some people, personal branding is a great tool to help them grow their revenue, but for others, personal branding is a must. For example, motivational speakers, actors, musicians, authors, they're all about the personal branding. It's pretty much a requirement of certain jobs. And if you dream of doing speeches or moving into the C-suite, a strong personal brand is required to help you get where you want to be. So that's what we're going to work on as we spend time together. We're going to help you find your personal brand, create your personal brand, and share your personal brand with others. Your job is to create your journey, but your personal brand tells the story of that journey. It tells about who you are, where you've been, and what you'll do next. Until we meet again, keep writing the story of you. I can't wait to read the next chapter.
I almost forgot one more thing. If you want to be um, informed when we put out more podcasts, please, please, please make sure to subscribe to this podcast in iTunes, Spotify, or whichever podcast program you're using. Please give us a like, some positive reviews, all that good stuff. And hey, if you need show notes or if you want a transcript to look over all the information and all the sources, you can find all of that at thestoryofyoupodcast.com slash episode one. Please give me your feedback and help me make this podcast awesome. Thank you so much for listening.